This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Film on Tap. Apologies for the little bit of a hiatus we had there. We had Thanksgiving, and then I got sick, so I kind of spoiled the fun for all of us. But fortunately, I can actually breathe oxygen again. My nose does not inhibit my way of speaking. It is a good time to be alive, and we've got a great jam-packed show today. And as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Nancy and Andres. And today, we've got quite a few things to talk about. It seemed like there was a hurricane of trailers that hit in the past few weeks. So we've got a bunch to talk about, and of course we're going to be talking about a really fun Christmas movie since it is the holidays, and we got a pretty big treat for audiences that came out this past weekend. So let's jump right in. Let's talk about some trailers. The first trailer we're going to be talking about today is a trailer for a new sequel, probably a sequel a lot of people forgot was coming out, but is hitting theaters next summer. I think, well, yeah, it's next summer, right? Yeah, next summer, and that is Transformers um, Rise of the Beasts, which is the follow-up to Bumblebee, which came out, I think, a couple years ago and was actually quite the pleasant surprise so this is our first look at the sequel what do we think let's start with nancy what do we think so i actually didn't see bumblebee but that's fine what um, oh man it's a good one yeah it's shockingly good i feel like a lot of people didn't like that one no, Those people are losers. If, 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 anything, if anything, I I heard I've heard people just say Bumblebee like reinvigorated their their yeah. love of the franchise. Like, yeah, it, it's it's like it's more of a kids movie more than anything else. So yeah, there you go. It, it contains my favorite line a, out of any Transformers movie. For me, <laughs> it's not a huge sell for me, but maybe I'll go see it. I mean, it's got the uh, best. It's just... got the best. It's got like the best line out of any Transformers movie Don't where John Cena's character. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't spoil the movie. He literally spoil just... it for me. <sighs> Fuck you. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine. You're lucky. I, will I care text about you your when feelings. I get to that line. I'm, I'm, I'm I will text you immediately when I get to that line. It's just not mm-hmm. the same. <laughs> All right. All right. But anyway, I will still go be watching this movie. It. Right. I think. Yeah, I haven't been into Transformers since the first one came out. They just kept getting worse That's and fair. worse and worse. So Bumblebee wasn't really one where I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to go see that. Um, that being said, when I watched this, you know, obviously I was apprehensive. But then when in the very beginning, um, at least on YouTube, when they show him coming out of the car, when it's in the midst of transforming back into the robot, I was like, oh shit, that actually looked really good. Um, so I'm excited for all the action in it, and it actually looks good as opposed to all the, you know, all the other ones that were not so great. And all the animals look really cool. I like them. So I'm excited for this one. <laughs> <laughs> were you guys Transformers fans growing up? Oh my god. Maybe not oh. you, Tom. You were like, one. What is that supposed to mean? I knew what Transformers <laughs> was growing up. Jesus Christ. I'm not like a, a toddler. <laughs> yeah, okay. Transformers the was on TV when I was growing up. The but the show was on the airwaves in the 90s. Like, I caught it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I was wondering. You, yeah, you like Jesus, one? all right. You know, it's nice to be on the Three? freaking offensive over here. Jeez. <laughs> right. You know, feel glad that you're younger than us, okay? All right, I think I think that's what this really is about. I think that's what we're really getting to the bottom of here. <laughs> this is really just I'm old and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, but no, were you guys fans of the show, the movies? Obviously, not the like live action one. I like the show. I thought the show was fun. 
Yeah, I, I thought the show was great too. Um, the thing, the thing that primarily sparked my interest more than anything else was Beast Wars back in the '90s, the all CG show. So that's that in an odd way does connect to this. Oh, I forgot so about that. Yeah. But what did you think, Andres? What did you? I mean, this kind of seems like it does, like you said, connect to this. So, like, does it have you excited? Yeah, honestly, uh, like the Bay movies, they got progressively worse and worse. And then with Bumblebee, it felt like a a big like breath of fresh air for that franchise. And then just knowing that they're gonna go down the Beast Wars road with this film, I that immediately kind of got me excited. However, I'm still cautiously excited if that makes sense. Although I love a uh, Cable Junior, um, his last his last movie Creed two, which I thought got a lot of hate for it not it being solid. as good. I thought it was, it was great. I thought it was great, and yeah. then like you know, again, it's it's not gonna reach the heights of the first Creed, but it didn't need to. It still was a good movie. I thought. But yeah, I'm I'm fully fully on board, and I think as long as Michael Bay is not directing the franchise, I think we're yeah. in good. I think we're in a good place. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this. I thought the uh, the look of the um, the beasts all look really cool. I thought that you know they're sort of hearkening back to um, for Optimus. They're sort of making him look exactly how he did in Bumblebee, where they're going back to the aesthetic of the series. Uh, as opposed to the um, the uh, the trans the Michael Bay Transformers films, so it's a good little bit of nostalgia. So I'll be curious to see it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm not you know considering I actually really enjoyed Bumblebee. I'm not like as excited for this one. I don't know what it is. There's something like that's missing here for me. Like I I like the the design of like the beasts themselves. That looks really cool. There's some really cool shots, like Nancy said, of like him getting out of the car and then the car transforming. Like that was all really cool. But then, like, some of the CGI kind of looks a little cheap to me. Like, like I know they're going for the old-school feel, but some of it just kind of looks a little iffy. And then the story's mm-hmm. not really grabbing me all that much. Like, I don't know. It's just not grabbing me the way I want to. Not to say I won't, wouldn't see it. I mean, I do think uh, Capelos Jr. is a solid director, even though I would have loved to have seen Travis Knight come back and direct the sequel. But uh, I'm cautiously optimistic like you. I'm curious to see what happens with the sequel, but I'm not, like over the moon excited for it but uh i mean i the, i feel like the cg has been getting a lot of hate online so i'm curious what do you guys think about that i mean the cg that's something that they can fix all the way up into the release and oh, yeah. we're about six months away from release so it's still pretty early on um but the other thing too is i mean like the cg is still pretty much pretty much um still in flux right now but yeah it's i mean I, I don't know. I don't know if people are going to complain about that. That that's kind of weird. But also keep in mind, this is the first tease. This is the first tease of anything we're going to see from this movie. So it's you know we're 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 gonna we're gonna it's it's going to be an interesting thing going forward. Yeah. All right. Now we are going to pivot to another huge trailer that dropped. This is definitely one of the more notable ones, one that I didn't think we were actually going to get a peek at so early, which I was really excited to see, was the teaser trailer for Indiana Jones. Now we have an official title, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So we got our first trailer for the last Indiana Jones film starring Harrison Ford. One last ride. What did we think of this teaser? Let's start with Andres. Dude. All right. Cut back to when 
Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls trailer. Uh, oh goodness. <laughs> no, no, but but like but like the thing is like going back to the teaser trailer for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I know everybody was excited right. for that when it came out. For me, that still didn't feel like an Indiana Jones movie for some reason. It felt like right. there was so much CG. It was bogged down in so many places. This truly, to me, feels like an Indiana Jones trailer of today. Like, this feels like what that series harkened back to back in the 80s and everything you love about, you know, Temple of Doom and everything you love about Last Crusade. The humor is there. You know, uh, the sets are tactile. They're, of course, there's the de-aging stuff. But for stuff like that, it's very minimal. And... Honestly, I'm super excited for this movie. This is one of those movies that I've tried to keep away from the news and keep away from a lot of my buddies who are working on it on in the VFX and stuff like that. This is the one that I want to go into without any preconceived notions whatsoever. But seeing this teaser, mm -hmm. especially seeing it on the big screen uh, during the weekend... Uh, I'm I'm so excited. Like this one does make me feel like a kid again. Awesome, Nancy. What did you think of this trailer? Sorry to burst the the joy uh -oh. bubble. But... Uh oh, uh oh, we got a rain cloud coming in. Uh oh, franchises uh -oh. in general. Wrong. Now, I'm just like not into it. Uh oh. I it, I've only seen Raiders, and it took me like three times to get through it. It just wasn't. Oh boy, it's not for me. Okay, They're not for me. Um, Bye. I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys! Make trying to make me They're walk just, off. Is that is that the goal of today? Trying to make me walk off. <laughs> I think I don't, I don't know. know. It just doesn't doesn't do it for me. I don't know. It looks good. Again, I will see most movies, so it's not like I'm sitting here being like this trailer sucks. I'm never gonna see this movie. Um, I think also what is hard for me to get invested in this is. Harrison Ford's so old, and oh, this hurts my heart. Not, Hearing this just hurts like, my heart. <laughs> listen, when we saw him in Star Wars, uh, not the Force, Force Awakens, um, he could barely run around, and I, it's just so hard for me to get invested of like Indiana Jones <laughs> jumping from from building to building and riding a horse and doing all these things. When you know, I don't know. It's he just could, like you're old. You he need could. To, Chill the fuck out. He could barely run around because he because he got his freaking leg broken in the middle of production and he still did he's, it. He's, he's a boss. He's not running around with a broken he's leg. He's a boss. You can't. All right. You, should I get some, it, should I get some popcorn? Because I can like real quick. <laughs> Listen, that is not why he could barely run. You're not running on a broken leg. Mm -hmm. Like he could barely run because he's old. Like he, that's just. I'm sorry. That's life. You can't go running gallivanting around when you're his age. It just doesn't happen. Uh, but but if, if you are Harrison Ford, you can. <laughs> maybe Tom Cruise? I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll say Tom Cruise can maybe pull that off, but not Harrison Ford. And that also makes me think, like, how much of this is going to be flashbacks or him de-aged? Because I feel like, are they going to lean to that? Because, you know, again, he is getting older and there's only so much that they can do. Um, so I don't know. It's hard to me invest when it's like... Since you're like not invested I know this at is all. like a... Re <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah. This is a... It's this definitely to be is like a retirement movie for him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say though, 
knowing that this is going to be his last one, that does make me want to go see it because I'm like, okay, at least we're we're having a a moment here for him to idolize the fact that he's been Indiana Jones for this many years and that we can send him off. We're done. We're good. Yeah, and and, and then so I'll go see it. Yeah, and, and the other thing that that's just that just adds to this even further is that it's James Mangold who's directing this, which he this is not the yeah. first time he's done like a farewell to a character like his portrayal in in uh, freaking Logan was fantastic and when you say that the director of Logan and the director of Identity the director of freaking Cop 310 Yuma Copland he's got so much great stuff under his belt and this is his last film from an Oscar nominated film as well too in Ford v Ferrari so if there's oh, anyone Lord that can Ferrari. do so good so, so good, good. So but if, if if there's anyone that can give a character a proper send off, all my money is going on Mangold. And there's there, but but even when you hear um, like you know Harrison Ford talking about this film, you sort of you sort of feel that he's got like a he's got like a dance in his step. Like he's like really excited about this one. And it's hard for even for even like seeing like I don't know why when you said dance in his step, I just imagined like old Harrison Ford be like. Well, yeah, that's the point, man. Oh, yeah. He's going to dance all the way to the bank come June, guys. Yeah. but I do love the part where he's, like, using his whip, classic Indiana mm-hmm. Jones, and they're just like, dude, no. Like we got guns, and then bro. pull all their guns. <laughs> yeah. We've updated. Oh, We're yeah. Good. Yeah, I mean, it. like, I, I'll be honest, I was very cautiously optimistic going to this trailer. The main reason I was excited is because James Mangold, because I think the guy's a phenomenal director. He's like a genre chameleon. He's really good with action films and good character-driven movies. So I was like, all right, I think if someone's going to take over the reins from Spielberg and kind of maintain that spirit, I think he can totally do it. And I do feel that throughout the trailer, especially some of the action sequences, like some of the car chase sequences feel very Spielberg-esque and like very over-the-top in a great way, which I loved, especially like that little... I think, like, chase sequence where Harrison Ford's on a horse and, like, Boyd Holbrook is, like, kind of, like, chasing after him, whatever. It kind of felt yeah. very Indiana Jones. Uh, I mean, I will, I will say, I did, the shots of, like, the close-up shots of Harrison Ford on the horse look terrible. <laughs> like, those mm-hmm. looked so green screen. I'm like, I hope that they fix that a little bit. Um, but overall, I think the trailer is a lot of fun. I'm loving what I'm seeing. Uh, Indiana Jones, just seeing, you know, Harrison Ford back in the hat with the fedora looks fantastic. I think Ford looks like he's having a better time this time around, I think. Um, and like Nancy said, I'm a little bit worried about how much we're going to be in the past, though I will say the shot of him as younger Indiana Jones looked incredible in that, like, one shot we saw. Like, I had to actually do a double take. I'm like, oh, my God, have we really come that far where it looks that good? But I'm hoping that we're not relying too heavily on, like, this younger version of Indiana Jones because I don't want it. I want to see Harrison Ford. You know, I don't want to see some body double with Harrison Ford's face put on him. Like, I want to see Harrison Ford in his last ride doing some stuff, which it looks like we're going to see him do. And it looks like a classic indie adventure. And I personally love the title. I know that title's been getting a lot of hate, but I kind of love the ring of it, Dial of Destiny. I'm into it. I like it. Yeah. I think it's a fun title. Like, it feels Indiana Jones to me. But yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. Like I said, I think I'm, you know, I'm on the James Mangold train. I'm not getting off anytime soon. I'm on the express train. Let's go. Let's take it to the bank. Let's have some fun with it. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Do you guys have any other things you want to bring up about the trailer? Maybe some things you didn't like, some things that you really loved? I don't know. Throw it out there. I feel like I said all the things I don't. All right, like, well, so. all right, well, fuck. All right, whatever. Fuck you guys. All right, I tried to- next. <laughs> all right, moving on. Jesus, so sorry. I tried to give you, you another it. platform to talk. 
<laughs> uh, anyway, let's talk about the trailer everyone wants to talk about, okay? Let's talk about Cocaine Bear. Woo! <laughs> Cocaine, the movie that sounded like it w- wasn't a real movie, but it actually is. And it's not only a real movie, but it's based on true events, which is shocking <laughs> enough. So for those of you who haven't seen the trailer or know about the story, that apparently there was like a ton of cocaine that got like evacuated from a plane or fell out of a plane into like some forest and a bear got into it got like all this I think cocaine it was an actual like they're trying to smuggle yeah, like they were like, smuggling oh, shit, drugs we or something yeah. and then a bear the gets into the cocaine and goes on this like drug fueled rampage <laughs> and it just is like this wild ride um we got our first trailer to confirm that it is in fact a real movie with an actually pretty impressive cast so <laughs> what do we and, think and also a very uh, interesting director too yeah elizabeth banks yeah elizabeth yeah. banks who uh yeah. yeah did not expect that name to come up with cocaine bear but uh here we are <laughs> um so what do we think of this trailer guys just whoever's got something to say go for it i'm just i'm so curious <laughs> I don't know why every time I hear a cocaine bear, it just reminds me of Man Bear Pig from That's South fair. Park. That's, <laughs> That's fair. all I keep hearing <laughs> in my head. Man Bear Pig. Uh, now, this movie looks like a lot of fun. I don't think I'm as hyped as everyone else's, only because I'm like, I don't know how you make a full movie off of a bear doing cocaine. Watch uh, them. So, I don't know. <laughs> Watch them. <laughs> it's just like the bear doing crazy shit the whole time. Yeah, man. But, no, it looks like a lot of fun. Glorious. This is what... I'm sorry. I, I have to go into this either high or drunk. Like, I have to. You know? I mean, have a gummy before. You do what you have to do. Have some Patron before. I feel mm-hmm. like it's that's going to be the best experience for it, you know? So... Okay, well, it's good to know where your head's at. Also, have you seen John Wick yet? <laughs> just checking in. <laughs> she hasn't seen it. Nope, we clock's are, ticking. We uh, are zero. Clock is ticking. Just letting you know. Three? Just checking uh, in. I'll, just put, I'll, just put I'll, it I'll on be, the heat. I'll be willing to put the bet <laughs> in right now. She's going to see it literally the week before the fourth one Yeah, no, I th- I'm honestly think she's going to try to squeeze them in like the day before the movie. Guarantee it. There Listen. you go. Yeah. You know I'm going right. to be home for the holidays. Yeah, sure. All we sure. do is watch movies And you're not going to watch John Wick. We know. We know. You don't have to Listen. lie to us, okay? It's the holidays. Be truthful. I feel like I need to double down on this bet. What do? I, hold on. First of all, what do I get other than seeing the movies? You get the pleasure of seeing John Wick if, no, one through three. I just that's said what not you get that. Well, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> so that's what you get. I, <laughs> what do I get from this? You get three you quality action films. Movies. No, I, I'll take a cookie. She'll That's take a fine. special cookie. That's what she wants. <laughs> she wants a week. And then go see And then she'll go see bear. Cocaine Bear. Yeah. <laughs> see how it all comes back to the conversation? Exactly. What? You're not? welcome. How about you, Andres? Are you as hyped for Cocaine Bear as Nancy is? <laughs> for, for, I mean, for me, this, I mean, like, this concept sort of comes out of nowhere. And then when you find out it's, like, based on a true story, you're just like, kind of movie is this going to be now it's now at first i thought it was like a full-on horror movie and then when i saw the trailer it's like it's kind of like a little bit like a romp it's like a it's like like imagine if you used to make like an r-rated version of kangaroo jack and you would just you just put mm-hmm. a cocaine bear in it i want to see like, that i want to yeah, see that right <laughs> yeah. i totally see that it's like sharknado but good you know well 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 yeah i mean it's so. it's going to be one of those things where seeing exactly how the tone is handled in the film but if the trailer's any indication we're in for a relatively good time i think so i'm I, i'm cautiously optimistic about it but that trailer is fun 
it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, just I, w- I walked into the theater and I saw the poster outside the theater and I was like, what a glorious fucking poster! It just <laughs> it's just literally just a fucking crazy ass bear and then the fucking really intense font, cocaine bear. I remember the trailer came up and I guess there's hype going into this trip because as soon as the trailer started, I there were people in my theater going, yeah. <laughs> like, I was yep. like, oh my god. I mean, I think this movie's going to be a huge hit when it comes out. I have a feeling. I think this one actually might do really well. Um, but when, I just, it's when's very, the release date? Uh, February, I think. Like, end of February. Oh, just in time for Valentine's Day. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't, Take the I don't know. Love to see a bear cause mayhem, yeah. I mean, I mean, depending <laughs> depending on what the rating is, it might, I mean, if it's, it's definitely a PG... Gonna be R. It's definitely you know, yeah, you, you know, you know. We've said that so many R, times. No, I'm, I'm pretty positive it's an R because before the trailer played, it had like the red band thing on it. So I'm pretty positive. Oh, yeah. that it's an R-rated movie. Um, I feel like you can't make a movie called Cocaine Bear and not make it rated R. Well, like, they made a movie boring. called The Meg, and they made it PG-13 for some fucking mm-hmm. reason, and that that's... was bullshit. <laughs> and, and, and 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 also, I mean, speak about The Meg. There's also the Megan movie that's coming out, which they shot that to be an R rating, and then they turned it down PG-13. to a PG. Yeah, that so trailer was could... a big hit too. <laughs> Let me tell you, as soon as that trailer came on, people were definitely into that one too. That might be a little oh, yeah. sleeper hit too. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm interested to see what Elizabeth Banks does with this. She's kind of an iffy director for me. I I liked what she did with Charlie's Angels. I actually thought she did a pretty damn job. I think that's an underrated movie, honestly. I think it's a lot of fun. I think so too. Um, Pitch Perfect 2 it's fine like she did a fine job with it it's just like I'm just curious to see what she does with like kind of an action heavy movie like this one and she said she was heavily inspired by Sam Raimi so we'll see if that influence is there when we watch the movie but I'm hoping that it actually is on full display because that sounds like a lot of fun and I would love to see that but yeah Cocaine Bear we're excited we're totally going to be talking about that how do we not talk about Cocaine Bear when that comes out we have to It's, it's our job to talk about Cocaine Bear but uh, take a shot every time we say cocaine bear in this podcast. You will get drunk and very fast. So cocaine little game, bear. Little game. Play with friends or play with yourself. Cocaine Actually, bear. ooh, I shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh, oh okay. that sounded. <laughs> okay, shouldn't have said that. Pardon Just uh, pretend like I didn't say that. Did not come out right. Um, so the, <laughs> <laughs> so you've done this whole time. Oh, yeah, look, I got the you. shovel and it just keeps <laughs> getting deeper. I don't know what's happening, guys. Listen, <laughs> you do, you do, you listeners. Yeah, look, look, you no judgment you. in here. Okay, we, we're Literally, not judging figuratively, you. Whatever. Yeah, do mm-hmm. whatever you'd like to do. Jesus, we're awful. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, so anyways. let's uh, let's pivot to uh, the last trailer we're going to be talking about today, which is our first look at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three from writer director James Gunn. This is apparently going to be our last outing with this particular uh, iteration of the Guardians of the Galaxy. This specific team, we got our first look at the trailer for the upcoming blockbuster. What do we think of this teaser trailer? Let's start with Nancy. What'd you think? Are you excited? Did you like the first two movies? Oh, I love the first two. Okay. I think they're great. And I'm so excited they got James Gunn back on, you know, yeah. after that whole controversial whatever you want to call it. But, uh, you know, he did such a great job with the movie, so I'm glad that he's back. And it looks really good. Of course, there's going to be that humor in it. And then also very, you can tell very, I feel like I feel like he's going to kill someone off. And I feel just, like they're trying to like, make it seem like it's Rocket uh, Raccoon, but then a lot of people are thinking it's like a, yes. uh, like a misdirected, it's actually going to be Drax. 
Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I, mean, a, baby, I think it's gonna be. Multiple. Baby Rocket looks so cute. I mean, that shot oh of like gosh. Peter Quill like screaming, crying. I was like, Oh, Chris Pratt, yes, you're I acting know. again. Woo! <laughs> yeah, where have Good you been, man? You. I was like, Where's this Chris Pratt been? I was like, Fuck yeah, let's go. Anyway, <laughs> back, back well, to Nancy. I mean, this <laughs> the second Guardians, he the uh, scene where uh, oh gosh, I can't remember his name now, but his essentially Ego? like father figure, Yandi. Uh, what's that his name? Yeah, his name was Ego. Yes, thank you. Yandu. Oh, the well, blue one, right? In that movie, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm so confused. Yeah, Yandu. <laughs> they both died. That's his father figure. <laughs> they both died, but obviously well, one you don't care about. Yeah. But Oh, I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah. the But that whole thing where he's, uh, you know, essentially having to watch him die in his arms. I think Chris Pratt did a really good yeah, job with that. I think that, that was so the I last time he actually what's acted. Happen. <laughs> that might yeah. actually be yeah. the last time so he too. actually acted. So the key is Put just him in a bring Guardians him movie. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just bring him back to these movies and he can do it. So, yeah, I think we're definitely going to get some scenes where you're going to have to grab the tissues, be prepared to cry. And also little baby Rocket looks so cute. And he's for some reason hugging like an otter, it looks like. I don't know. Yeah. It was adorable. I don't even know what was happening, but I was like, this is adorable. I want more of it. Mm. So I'm excited. Uh, awesome. Andre? What do you mean? Mm. What, what? I was just going, mm. Okay. You don't like baby. Oh, okay. Jesus. I thought you didn't like baby otters. I was very what? offended. Of course I like baby otters. are great. I'm not a monster. <laughs> they're, so, they're so cute. <laughs> How about you, Andre? Sorry, you on the same hype train? <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm of all the trailers, I think this one's probably the one I'm the most hyped for because first off, when you start off the trailer with all the guardians in the comic accurate uniforms and just embracing that comic booky nature, I was like, I yeah, already you're on you're on a great path. And then leading from where we left off Peter Quill with um, you know, him losing Gamora at the end of Endgame and him um, base. I mean, spoilers. Did it? Did everybody watch the holiday special, which was freaking amazing? Yeah, that was great. No, I, seen I, thought, it I thought you were about to say spoilers. Did, ever, did everyone see Endgame? I'm like, <laughs> no need. No, no. I know that's what I thought too. I was like, <laughs> like, Jesus, man. How many years later? Yeah. yeah uh, that, no, I haven't seen the Christmas special yet. Oh, the Christmas no, special is so good. So good. It's fantastic. It's Over so here. good. It, it's, it's someone watched it without me. So. Whoa, well, that's some bullshit. Mm. I have to watch it. But but with all the reveals that we got at the end <laughs> of the holiday special, moved on from that so fast. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna move on from this. I'm gonna keep you know, on like, this track. A, it's like I don't give a shit about your personal life. Like I'm here to talk about Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy three. So sad, so sad. Watch it on your own. Bye. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh, like zero remorse. Okay, cold blooded. <laughs> a little bit, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but after but after we got all the reveals at the end of the holiday special, I think it's. I think I think it's a great place to leave Peter Quill moving forward, and I think it leaves a whole realm full of the possibilities. That this trailer automatically just seems like this is the final wrap up. This is the swan song for this Guardians group, and then also just knowing that the um, that the High Evolutionary is who is technically a, a, a an X Men villain and also a. Um, has ties with the X-Men as well, also gets me pretty excited. And seeing Adam Warlock, who, again, Will Poulter, uh, like, that 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 dude just Good transformed. For Good for buff Will Poulter. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but like, but like, even seeing, even seeing what, how he's portraying the character, even in like those tiny little shots and stuff like that, I'm like, that's Adam Warlock. This is great. This is great. I'm so, I'm fully on board with this, and... 
I can't wait to see what James Gunn manages to fit into the MCU right before he takes off uh, to head the competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's basically, say, he's, basically he's his mic busy. drop. He's got shit that's to like, do. That's right. I made three fucking great Marvel yep. movies. Bye bye. <laughs> yep. yep. No, like, uh, uh, he's all, like, now I gotta go fix this <laughs> dumpster fire over here. I'll be back. Yeah, like, see, see, like, like, see, like, all, all, all I picture is just um, James Gunn is like um, Andrew Garfield at the end of the social network just looking over at Kevin Feige going like, because when I'm done, I'm not coming back for 10%. I'm coming back for it all. Like, I'm like, you know, I, I just imagine him just coming back and just be like, we're going to make this even better than what you've established. There you go. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I mean, it looks so good. I mean, I, I'm with Andres where I'm, I think out of all the trailers that I saw, this one had me the most excited, emotional. I mean, we're finally going to get, like, Rocket's backstory, it looks like, which a lot of people are using as their, like, ammo of, like, oh, he's totally going to be dead because we're going to feel for him like crazy, and then he's going to die. Like, it's like I'm just – I feel like you said – I feel like there's probably, there might be multiple deaths. If this is going to be, like, the last time we see this team, maybe more than one of them dies. We we don't know, but I'm really maybe interested to see how die. they – we don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, feel I, like, don't, I wouldn't listen. put it past James Gunn. He's kind of an edgier person when it comes to storytelling. He's not afraid to kill off characters. So yeah. I, who mm-hmm. knows? Um, but also, you know, we got Baby Groot. We got Baby Yoda. Now we need to bring in Baby Rocket. Get those. Get those. Little, <laughs> sell those toys. Sell those so, yeah, toys. Exactly. Baby. Sell. Sell. Yeah. Those, they needed something. Yeah. They need. It's like we need to sell something. We'll make Rocket younger. We'll do a backstory. Genius. We'll sell it. <laughs> yeah. Baby Rocket. Baby Rocket. But um. I really want to see them explore, you know, Peter and this new Gamora, because I feel like we haven't really touched on it since the end of Endgame, where he lost his Gamora, but now we have this other version of Gamora in, you know, out there trying to kind of find herself and, you know, uh, find her own path. And I, maybe this movie is them trying to find her and maybe like link up with her. And Peter maybe tries to get to know this version of her. I'm very curious to see how that plays out, but I'm just more excited just to see this team on another adventure together with James Gunn at the helm. I'm just so excited for it. I, I really think he's going to end this perfectly, and I, I just I love the Guardians movies. I think the the second film is probably one of the most underrated MCU movies. Does not get enough love, in my opinion. One of my favorites. Um, and I think James Gunn is just on a freaking roll between his DC projects and his Marvel projects. He just he knows his comic book characters. He knows how to make a fun comic book movie with stakes. I'm in. I can't wait. It looks fantastic. And speaking of irreverent material, we are moving on to the movie we're going to be talking about this week, which is just a Christmas delight. It's just a movie that no one really saw coming, a movie that no one really expected to be good. Um, It's Violent Night, people. It just hit theaters this past weekend. It is about, it's basically Die Hard mixed with John Wick, mixed with Home Alone, and take that as you will. It is Santa Claus, played by David Harbour. Stranger Things is David Harbour. And he is kicking ass. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's trying to save a family that's been held hostage at Christmas time. It just makes me smile even just talking about it. So we'll be delving into our spoiler thoughts here. So if you haven't seen the movie, obviously do not listen to this. (coughs) As I'm dying. (coughs) Slowly. Uh, (coughs) Yeah, it's fine. Are you okay there? It's fine. It's just, you know, a lump of coal. Um, Just breathe. Uh, just breathe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we're going to be delving into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, obviously you have been warned. But, Andres, what did you think, generally, of Violent Night? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Middle of the road? What are we feeling? So for me, the movie in the first act was firing on all cylinders. I was Uh-oh. loving everything that it was going for. 
Uh-oh, and I don't then like the a second, turn. I don't like this. And then, and then the you? second, <laughs> the second next. Well, no, 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 no. Sounds like I know where this is going. No, it's fine. We're in positive town. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. Yeah, let, let's, <laughs> let's let's just say let's just say positive. that my <laughs> let's just say that my review is not necessarily a poll quote, right? Why? But but I will I will say the first act really does kick in really well, and the second act kind of meanders for a little bit and some of the momentum kind of dies and and then it's only up until the third act that it really does kick in and it becomes the movie that we've been waiting for this entire time so I would I will say it is a fun movie it is exactly what I paid for I absolutely loved Harbor as as a as Chris Kringle as <laughs> I, I, I I do love that there's one moment did where did you forget Santa's name? I know no, that's no, what no. I was like. Did you not remember who Santa Claus? Santa, yeah, Santa Claus. I was like, but, I was like you know it, but, you know. But but but, 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 that, but there's that moment where I feel like it's it's legitimately just like a a nod to the Santa Claus where he's like, who are you? Chris Kringle. No, who are you? Santa Claus. Yeah. Popo. Yeah. I was waiting for him to go. Popo Gijo. <laughs> no, but, I, I um, love when he literally like says. Santa Claus, like all the different languages. I was like, "This is yes. a weirdly badass moment." <laughs> Weir- weirdly like, badass yeah. moment, and almost yeah. in the same exact order that Tim Allen did what in the Santa he, Claus. I, f- I feel like what is the first one he says? Because I feel like when he said it, I was like, "What?" I was like, oh, "Okay, I get what he's doing now." Yep. I can't remember what he said, what the first one was, but oh uh, yeah, it threw me off for a second. But I was like, oh, "Okay, I, I, I see what we're doing." Okay. I, I, th- we were I think he, I think he was saying it in French because it was Pada Noel. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Well, okay, so yeah, funny. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, Nancy, what did you think of it generally? Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. I don't know if I would necessarily make this like a holiday tradition where I'd go and, you know, make it a point to see it every Christmas, but I really liked it. I'm not going to lie. I was a little drunk at pants when I went to go see it. So the first like five minutes, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, boy. <laughs> My bad. But it was fun. I liked it. I think uh, David Harper was amazing as Santa Claus, and the little girl in it, too, was so funny. I really liked her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and definitely, if you want a rated R Home Alone, this is the movie for you. Yeah. And they even pay homage to Home Alone. Which oh I my god, they do. In the best way. Oh. Like, this is, oh, oh, this is so what well would done. actually happen. It, it was just so yeah, funny. It was a realistic Home Alone. But yeah. I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. Drunky Pants fun. <laughs> it was Drunky yeah, Pants exactly. fun for you. Yeah, I mean... I probably liked it maybe a little bit more than you guys did. I mean, I do have my a little like, bit? small. I mean, I really enjoyed the movie, but I had my issues with it. But I still really had a lot of fun with it. I think David Harbour's freaking fantastic as Santa Claus. I never would have imagined him as Santa. But then as soon as I see him in the suit, I'm just like, oh, it's perfect. He's absolutely perfect as Santa. And he brings like the physicality, the humor, the the warmth. He's got it all. It's fantastic. I loved him in the movie. And he really elevated, especially when it did get a little bit slower in that middle portion where like it kind of felt like it was trying to really find its footing in the, the momentum category. Um, but I think it's got that Christmas spirit I wanted. It's got the violence and gore and the sense of humor that I wanted it to have. And I just had a blast with it. I mean, specifically things that I loved was just I did really enjoy the action sequences especially toward the end where I thought they were fun they were inventive it was really brutal and visceral and I was like oh yeah let's just bring the heat let's go let's make Santa Claus a fucking badass let's do it and it was awesome mm-hmm. the home alone portion which they set up so brilliantly where they made it seem like oh yeah we're not gonna fall for this and then they somehow still end up falling for all of these traps and it's just brutal and it's great and it's fantastic the little girl like you said she's really fun and charming 
Um, and I think John Leguizamo was definitely having fun in the movie. That's for sure. He was trying to like he was just chewing up scenery in the movie. And I loved his scenes with uh, Harbor. I thought they knew exactly what movie they were in, and they were just like dialing it up to. Oh a my left. gosh! And his whole motivation no, you know and the code knew. names. They were so great. Oh, so no, funny. Oh yeah. You know who knew what movie they were in? I can't. I can't remember his code name, but it was the one that was watching them when they were uh, tied up. Oh, and I feel. Uh, oh gosh, what was his name? I forget. He was the one with the beard. Wasn't it? But oh my gosh, every single. I'm trying to think, was it? What was his name? Like Krampus or something? I don't remember. It, what was it? Yes. Was yes. it? I feel like it, yeah. I think it was yeah. Krampus. Yeah. 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 Which hilarious nickname? <laughs> but every single line he did was just way over the top. It was so ridiculous. He was the only one who I felt I like was... went too far. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I liked it. I, I wasn't really I a huge fan of him. I, I, yeah, I felt like he was like a I little weird. It was funny. I don't know. Like it felt like he was in a different movie. <laughs> no, he was weird. That's why I liked it. Yeah. I thought I don't know. I just thought he was like this weird henchman who like was getting way too much joy from uh-huh. this operation. But I thought it was I thought it was hilarious. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I, I really the only part of the movie I just didn't find interesting at all was the family. Like the the whole drama with the family, I just felt like I didn't really give a shit, and like the twist of like what was going on was like really obvious to me with the son about how he stole the money and like that it wasn't going to be there. Like I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I knew that yeah. already. Like we don't really need to build this up. Um, so like it just yeah. felt like any time we weren't with Santa, it just wasn't nearly as compelling or as like fun. Um, but when we were with Santa, that's when the movie really shined and Harbor really just kind of gave it his all and just like you could tell he had a blast being in this movie and just he loved saying like all those cheesy lines like, you know, season's beatings and like Santa Claus is coming to town. Like just like it goes on and on and it's just so much fun. Like this is a movie that knew exactly what it was and it was having a blast <laughs> with itself. And like I could totally see myself watching this like every Christmas. Like it was just a blast. Like I, I, had, a, I had a ton of fun with it. But uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's really the only issue I had with it was like the family portion i don't know about you guys no i agree with you because that's similarly yeah <laughs> we did it and there and there's the andres nancy who talks now moment who talks but but that sort of stems in my problem with the second act is because the second act we follow the family a lot more yeah and santa's just stuck in stuck in the in the attic for so long and it's like like, like we gotta kick this up. Like, you gotta at least like throw another death in there or just something. I mean, like even John mm-hmm. McClane in freaking Die Hard, even he's like trying to figure out ways to get people to to come over to to the building and like you know call for help and stuff like that. Whereas like it just kind of felt like like Santa was so stationary that kind of killed the kind of killed the pacing a little bit for me. And then when we get into the third act, it kicks up so much. I'm like, oh, this is the movie I paid to come see. But yeah, no, but absolutely, I think I think the, the family is not nearly as interesting as, as Harbor is at all. So yeah. yeah. I will say though, I liked that the grandson was just a little shit and annoying. <laughs> and eventually his ex-wife or whatever it may be was just like, Okay, yeah, kill him first. Like, yeah. forget forget killing her first. You can go ahead and kill this little shit because he's being annoying. Oh man, but like, I thought that was let hilarious. me say, I think one of my favorite things in the movie was the way that Harbor takes out John Leguizamo's character with the chimney. That was, yeah. that was Jeff's fucking kiss. Craig, Craig called it when we were watching it. I don't know why I looked over, but he just I looked over and he just went. I was like, oh, shit, you're right. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's going to be amazing. And then, <laughs> up the chimney. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. No bones left. Oh, man. But, but, but I, but I also love, um, 
Leguizamo's motivation for the movie. Like, he hates Christmas. And then the fact when he finds out that Santa Claus is real, he's like, oh, okay, no, this is personal. I, I can't wait to kill you because Christmas was the worst for me growing up. And you, and, yeah. and like, like it's it's funny because even Santa's like, listen, I make it a point to not interfere with people's lives. And he's like, you know what? Maybe you should have. And it's like, oh, that's actually, like, it went from sort of being a, like a one-dimensional character to sort of being like, Oh, okay, all right. He's got a personal vendetta with Santa now, and it yeah. just so happens, no, he believes. So yeah, I, I thought yeah. that was great, and Ligazamo was fantastic as um, yeah. Scrooge. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> the code names are great. I think the nicknames were yeah. yeah. Oh man, the but did, names were awesome. Let me. T- I fucking love the fact that they gave Santa like this warrior background before he became Santa. Like you see those flashbacks of him. I was like, I was like, yes. See, I'm. <laughs> I'm 50-50 on it. I I thought it was interesting, but I thought it was weird. We just got, like, a little flash, and then we're just like, okay, he was just some random warrior. It almost felt like but they like, I feel like it, shot more scenes I, in background, and then they cut it out. I, I kind of like the fact they established that this way we understand how he can do these things physically. Like, it would just be weird if Santa all of a sudden just yeah. knew how to, like kick ass or whatever and knew how to be this violent yeah, like no- it gave it a whole new context where I was like oh now it makes sense how he can do these things and like be this brutal yeah, yeah but I- now I'm curious how the hell did he go from that to Santa that's the that's what the happened? fascinating thing it's cool seeing that that journey it's like he went from being like this really that's violent night nihilistic too. warrior to like this warm sweet man to a not then to like a really cynical sad drunken Santa <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, again, he says it. He says it multiple Santa. times in the movie. I don't really know how this Santa magic thing works. I like yeah. all, all. I just assume is that one day he just probably did something or drank from some chalice, and then all of a sudden he's Santa Claus now. So that that's what I like to believe happened to him. It's great. Or like Santa Claus, and he just accidentally killed Santa. And now so what is Santa. this? The Santa Claus? <laughs> it's just a darker version yeah. of the Santa Claus. <laughs> Darker version. <laughs> now here's the question, though: Would you want to see a sequel to this? Wow, that mm-hmm. silence was deafening. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Wow. What would the sequel be, though? Would it be like a similar premise, or would it be like let's get his backstory? Let's see a know. warrior. Santa. I'm, I'm not Hollywood. I think if they did that, I <laughs> might. I would be. I, I think if they gave him a backstory and like made it, I don't know, somehow connected it to now, then maybe, but I don't know if I would just want a repeat of this movie for a sequel, just in a different scenario. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have to be like a robbery. It could be just like a different kind of situation. I mean, die, it's like another Die Hard movie. It's like another thing that he has to like try to, <laughs> that he gets caught up in that he's not you trying know, to. <laughs> you know, you know. If they I, show I, me how he became Santa, then I will I will go for a sequel. That could absolutely be in a sequel. You know, you know, for me, I, I, I kind of like the mystery of the backstory a little bit, but what I would really like to see, I would really like to see a Christmas in July movie. Like, have the movie take place in July, but instead of him, instead of him going around town, him going around the entire planet delivering gifts, what if this is like his off time and he, and he decides to go take a vacation with Mrs. Claus on like a cruise ship and then the How's cruise ship... I was hoping that they would reveal who Mrs. Get... Claus was. Yes. I, okay. I, I was waiting yeah, for that, I know. too. I, I, know. Get Mrs. I was waiting for a cameo that never happened. I was pissed. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Actually, me and my buddies, we all stayed in the theater thinking that there was going to be a post credit scene because they're like, oh, they okay. keep building her up. Maybe they're going to show her at the end. And then, no, we got that lame post credit scene with the freaking shit. And I was like, uh, 
like well, well, that, what, that what truly, was the post credit scene? I didn't see I don't, it. I was it, like, I don't. Yeah. It was. It was just. Um. It was. It wasn't a post credit. It was a mid credit. It was the. Uh, the oh, little the shit, son. yeah, the shit grand grandson yeah. basically doing a selfie is like, yo, here's this dead motherfucker right behind me. No word up, and then it cuts. I'm like, oh, that's he's a doing horror. TikTok. That's yeah, terrible. he was doing a TikTok. I, I was like, no, nah, that that's such glad, a horror. Glad I didn't credit. stay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it was it was like almost right at the beginning of the credits. It wasn't mm-hmm. that far into it. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't waste too much of my time, is what I'm yeah. saying. All right, okay. Thank God. Gotcha. But 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 if they but if they was going to do a um uh, a sequel with Mrs. Claus, who would you cast as Mrs. Claus? Ooh, I have to try to think who would pair well with David Harbour. Why Nona Ryder? No, you know, I, you know that that's that's where everyone <laughs> goes because come on, they have great chemistry. I'm together. trying to think. No. Oh, I'm trying to think who would be good. Ooh, I got a room. You know, uh, Sandra Bullock. I'm trying to think. I feel like it has to be someone who can be like badass, but also like really charming. Damn, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I said. You know, you know, I, I would, I would kind of. Sandy B is charming and badass. She's. You know, wow, wow. I love, I love, I love Sandra Bullock, but like, I don't picture her as Mrs. Claus. I don't know. Personally, I don't, I don't see her there. Like. Like 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 if anything, I I would I would sort of like to either either go the either go the the route where you get an actress that compliments Harbor in terms of the toughness, or you get someone that is the polar opposite and leans yeah, I know, towards right? the comedy aspect. I mean, like honestly, for the comedy aspect, I would say I don't know why, but I just thought Melissa McCarthy might be a fun uh, Mrs. Claus. No, <laughs> not in this. Yeah, I'm, with you. I'm, I'm with you on that. Not in this. I feel like that would just no. I feel like I would hate that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe as a separate movie, but not for. Oh this. my god! But uh, uh, I, I will say though, I do like how they had that scene where he was talking about his like marriage with her and how like it's it's never been easy. But like you know, she's like, "Well, do you still yeah. love her?" And he's like, "Yeah." Like I absolutely mm-hmm. do, and it was it was a great way to like parallel like the frustrations that was going on with like the little kids' parents and how they were trying to like maybe make amends and get back together. And I was like, oh, that was a really nice little introspective scene with Santa, like talking about like that it's not always been this like fairy tale marriage mm-hmm. with Mrs. Claus, which I thought was really interesting. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Again, still bummed we didn't yeah. see it. <laughs> oh yeah, but hey, sequel, <laughs> yeah. sequel with Mrs. Yeah, Claus. Picture, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How'd you guys feel about the uh, whole? Tinkerbell moment, where, where he comes back to life essentially because they believe. No, I bought it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, that, that was like, it. it's a it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like the equivalent to the, the like sleigh rising and Elf, you know, because people believe. That's how I took it. I was like, yeah, yeah makes sense. It's a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but they all sang, and I feel like that moment was better because it was. It, I think that's what it was. It felt like it was supposed to be a more grand moment and didn't quite get there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. All right, well, this is the best. All right, well, guys, what are we giving this one? Okay, out of out of five mm-hmm. pints, what are what are our final grades? First, you know, whoever's got you know their their grade locked and loaded, go for it. Uh, two two and a half for me. I'll go three. Two and a half. Go th- I was very middle of the road. <laughs> with oh, it. you broke Tom's heart. Well, it sounded like he actually liked it more than a two and a half. Wow. Okay. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm, I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm like right on the edge with it for me. I'm on the edge. Sorry, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't help myself. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so got we've here. got three for Nancy. We've got two and a half for Andres. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go 
like three and a half, somewhere around there. Three and a half, four pints, around depending on what my mood is. But I enjoy it. It's got its flaws, but I think it's a fun time. That it, I think it has potential for a sequel. I would totally see another one. I mean, if they can make two Christmas Chronicles movies, they can make two Violent Night movies. Like, let's go. Let's just you know, oh, let's oh, hopefully oh, make I a better mean, sequel. They can make are, three are you, are you, are Santa you? Claus movies. They can yeah, definitely make two. Exactly. See, 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 exactly. But, see, but Christmas Chronicle movies, I mean, like four now. Uh, no, we're on four now, right? Wait, well, no, for no, Santa, Santa Claus, Claus is a we're, show we're now. On, yeah, it's it's three movies. Oh, in show. is the the new one's a show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I recently oh, watched those first three movies for the first time. So, oh, and oh, I enjoyed all of them. They were all they were, they were all very fun. Okay, nice. What was your favorite? I think my favorite one was the second one. Ooh, interesting. Okay. I just thought it was freaking hilarious. It had my favorite line in the entire series. You know, his his freaking uh, relationship with like the therapist, you know, stepdad or whatever, <laughs> and like they just hate each other. And, and then like they have like their one conversation early on, and then he just like deadpan. He's like, "Have you ever helped anyone? Like ever?" <laughs> and I was, like, was just like, and I was like, I love how like kind of edgy all of his lines are in the movies. Like it's very like dark for like a kid's movie and I just I loved it like especially like when he's like in the school and they're having like a meeting and and, like uh, he's about to like therapist is about to like make a speech and he starts hitting his head on the fucking drawer because he just doesn't want to be I don't know just like little stuff like that that gets me but yeah good good time wait is the stepdad still played by um what's his name in the first one uh I was gonna call him Judge Dredd yeah Judge Judge Reinhold Judge Judge Reinhold yeah Yes, yeah. thank you. There you go. I always want to say Judge Dredd. I'm like, no. <laughs> which, which one? Which one is uh, your favorites? I'm curious. For, for me, it's absolutely. I think the, the first, first one. First. The first one. I, I can't. I just growing up without watching it every single year, and uh, you know, I just. Yeah, the first one's the whole great. First one's really is great. I definitely uh, think the third one's the weakest. Bernard. Oh, I actually like the third one. Uh, I like like for I me, it goes it. one, three, and then two for me. Wow, really oh. interesting. But but, but but they're all but they're all still like they're they're like like they're not bad movies at all. Like there's been worse trilogies out there. I thought Martin Short in the third one was a yeah, lot of fun. fun. Yeah, so you know, it's 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 not a bad trilogy of films, but I will say that the first one probably has one of my favorite uh punchlines or just moments in in the Santa Claus trilogy where all of a sudden like he comes in like hundred and twenty pounds overweight into the office and then he's like, What happened? Bee Stig. <laughs> like, I just love that. It's like, Bee Stig. <laughs> like, as a kid, that, that so flew great. over That's my nice. head. That flew over my head as a kid, and then when I finally saw it as an adult, I was uh-huh. like, ha! All right, that that kind of makes it, makes me laugh a little more now. Yeah, it's... I, there's they're just fun. so many funny lines in the first one. Just even, like, uh, Judy the elf, uh, mm-hmm. how he's, like... She says something like, oh, I'm seeing someone in rapping. And then even just the small connections where uh, he gets the pajamas and then it has the uh, his, like, initials on it. It's like, oh, you find out it's, it's Santa Claus, but it's also his name. And, like, just, I don't know. It's such a great movie. There's just so many little things in there. Have and you, then at the end, you see all the kids and their elves that they were watching that, over them. That was, I mean, like, honestly, no, but... um. Nancy, Eric kind of changed my mind on certain things about uh, the Santa Claus and made it kind of a darker story for me. Have you guys seen the theory of the dark theory of the Santa Claus? No. <laughs> uh, he told me this one time. I can't remember what it was, though. Yeah, like, like if if you look at it, like, there is, like, you see elves all throughout the movie and you're sort of led to assume that, like, oh, the elves are just looking after him and stuff like that. But then there's a theory out there where it's, what if the elves are just 
keeping tabs on him just in case if he slips up and like they're just like you know what what it, what it, what if he just slips up and starts telling people what we're going to do kill him and then there's that moment where bernard just goes like at the very end where i mean in the very beginning where he's like what if i choose not to believe in santa and then you just see all the elves look at him but they don't look sad they just look like they're about to be like choose your next words carefully and then there's a moment where like bernard just goes you wouldn't want to be responsible for killing the spirit at christmas now would you Santa? It, it almost sounds like a threat more than anything else, too. Like, Jesus. rewatch I feel like that you guys scene. Are thinking, I feel like you guys are thinking about this like the darkest timeline or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. No, just, no, but, why don't you, like, 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 you just enjoy a fun Christmas movie? <laughs> I think he just didn't want to disappoint the children. Don't be a Scrooge, Scrooge. <laughs> Fuck Christmas. It is weird that there's like a baby elf there for some reason, but then there's like adult Bernard elf. I don't know. They're, they're not consistent with their, their elves there. Yeah, no, no, although, no. although I do love the fact that they had to get rid of Bernard at some point because they're like, he's aging fast. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Good uh, old David. Yeah, old, the old reliable. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This has been another fun, very fun, interesting, wild episode as per usual and if you you know let us know in the comments what you think of any of the multiple trailers we talked about what you thought of violent night if you did see it let us know in the comment section below what your favorite santa claus is All, yeah know? exactly also let nancy know that the clock's ticking for john wick and that she needs to see that soon and uh yeah just just keep keep the pressure on people keep the pressure on three and in the meantime you, yeah just one a month there oh that's that's a better schedule one a month you'll get there you'll get there soon yeah. <laughs> there you go i got you, uh, I got you. I'm on there this. you go and in the meantime everyone you could follow us on the social medias andres where can people find you let's get yours out of the way you know just let's just let's make that happen you can find me on twitter and instagram as galagos you can also find me on on YouTube over on High Voltage Media where we're going to be doing a couple of uh, retrospectives and then you can also find me here boom boom look at that Nancy how about you where can the fine people find you we, we are here <laughs> <laughs> we wow. are here sound, sound more excited about it we're here. Uh, We're PL, here. Yes. PL underscore Band-Aid at Twitter. Oh, Jesus Christ, what am I saying? PL underscore Band-Aid on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me here. Of course, leave in the comments. I love comments. Uh, and then, I don't know. Listen, one of these days when <laughs> I get I don't my know. other show going. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. You'll I'm, find me somewhere. Maybe, maybe over... Maybe when I need to take some time off from work, I'll, I'll get, we'll get some new stuff going. All right. Okay. Gotcha. Stay tuned. All right. Uh, and if you'd like to find me, everybody, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Chattelbash, and you can find me on Facebook and YouTube at Chattelbash Reviews. And of course, you can find me here on the Film on Tap podcast every other week. We hope you enjoyed this episode, whether you watched it or listened to it. And we will see you in a couple weeks for a brand new episode of. Oh. You okay? <laughs> Wait a minute. I forgot. Oh, Jesus no, I'm going to the Raider game on Thursday. Okay. Watch it. I'm probably, hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers. I will be on live TV. Oh, okay. Check it out. Oh, so there you go. The shit out plus, of plus, 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 also, plus, <laughs> also, also real quick. I had something else to say. Yeah. Plus, plus, also, real quick. I mean, Tom, let's not bury the lead yeah. here. You had what, a poll quote, man. Yeah, that was. You can that find was, them on TV. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was. I for those of you listening or watching, I today was uh, checking Twitter, and apparently they used uh, my review from Film Speak in a promo for Violent Night, which was my first ever pull quote in any sort of promo, which was like a pinch me moment. So that was fucking awesome. So yeah, maybe look on TV, see if you find it one of these days. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, like okay. I said, oh wait, hold on, we forgot one more thing. What too. did we forget? <laughs> 
Uh, congratulations <laughs> to Andres and Jen who got oh, engaged. Okay, yes, that's actually yeah we, yeah we should we should yeah, right? <laughs> I, I just thought you yes. guys didn't care. And like all right, we're just gonna <laughs> run past yeah. this, but oh, they, they, they just committed and we're done. <laughs> A very special congratulations to Andres and his lovely fiance Jen Kemp on getting engaged recently. Congrats to those lovely, lovely pair. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> what did we forget? Oh, just, you know, a really important event in our friends' lives. <laughs> yeah, just a really important event. <laughs> yeah, just, just like a minor event, like a minor blip in their lives. <laughs> but minor blip always, in the we'll rest shots of our next lives. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But uh, as a... Celebratory shots yes, next time. Next time we'll start off the show with some celebratory shots to really make it seem like we remembered. <laughs> <laughs> to really make it seem like we remembered it. We're actually pretty good friends. Um, but as per usual, guys, you can find us here on Film on Tap every other week where we've got the tap that never runs out. We'll see you on the next episode, guys. And in the meantime, have a great rest of your night and or day. See you guys. Peace. <laughs>